Make sure we're broadcasting, Joe. We are broadcasting. Be a dick. Don't be yep, a I dick. Just, I just heard my kid. Yes, unlike last week, we are broadcasting live. Board Wrestling Fan Radio episode number 178 is live on the air at BoardWrestlingFan.com. Of course, you're not here listening to it. You're probably listening on a podcast. That's okay, too. It's yeah, you're cool. you're probably enjoying your holiday weekend like some of us are trying to do. No, 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 no. You, you got Mother's Day off. You don't get Memorial Day. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said some of us are trying to do. That's why I'm, gonna, that's why I'm leaving early today. Ah, uh, I see. How was that wedding, by the way? <laughs> I, I, love, I love my listeners, but I have to drink beer on the lake today. The wedding was okay. <laughs> and and I, I will second that, JT. I will be posting some funky monkey beer that I found this is later on. In the yeah, some Cactus Jack schnapps. Yeah, I, I, they ha- I think at World of Beer they have some of those weird Canadian beers with the dragon on them that you posted in the fl- in the um, beer thread a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, those are I good. Ha- the, the dragon beers are very good. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta admit I've been enjoying my uh, my my tour of the beer store for the last few months, and uh, I'll give a big thumbs up to those. But I, I got some weird random one. It's got a bizarre name. Actually, I'm going to go grab it and uh, tell you the name because I can't remember, but it's pretty fucked up. So you guys talk amongst yourselves while I grab a, a bottle. Welcome to Beer Wrestling Fan, I guess. Beer! Right? Beer Wrestling Fan. The cold beer, 10,000 for 50%. <laughs> uh, beer will usually make WWE programming better. Okay. Usually. <laughs> no, this is it. It's from How Sound, which is British Columbia. A land of marijuana. Um, and it was made by the Alibi Room and Ken Diamond, if that means anything. It's a limited time, and it's called Mega Destroyer Imperial Liquor Stout. <laughs> and it hails from 10% alcohol percentile land. <laughs> and you can check it out at megadestroyer.com if you can remember after you've consumed this hearty beverage. And you Mega can get it in the USA. It, it, you can get it in the USA. It's uh, huh. It's from Atlanta, Georgia, and it has a government warning. It will kill you. In fact, it will make it destroy you. So there you go. It will. It will. It will call the call forth the powers of the Mecha Streisand. Yes, and it's, it's not. It's not the Canadian destroyer. Sorry, P.D. Williams. It's the Mega Destroyer. I'm, I'm texting while you're doing that, and I said uh, I texted somebody the link to listen to the podcast. I said. Here's the link if you want to listening. Please listen. <laughs> if you want to listening. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's uh that's what happens when the mega destroyer comes down, folks. It destroys Joe's ability to write properly. It does. And that's just the American education system. Yeah, that that doesn't help either. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's you know, see. You guys, you guys should have stayed with the Brits after all. Good job, War of Independence. <laughs> hey, I graduated high, high school just did it fine, did, and I got my diploma good. I done I done good for myself. <laughs> he got his diploma. He's <laughs> educated. <laughs> he learned how to play the saxophone. I did uh, graduate. I, I I graduated high school in five years. Look, man, we don't need the Brits. All we need to do is blow shit up on the 4th of July, and we're good. 
<laughs> there you go. Nice. I'm going to sail my boat up there and fire cannons into your ass, yo. <laughs> oh. Yep. Uh, the Sunny Ono rule. Make sure we are broadcasting and recording at the start. Yay! I'm doing that this week and nobody's listening. So <laughs> that's almost pointless. Yeah. Yeah, but at least we have a Sunny Ono rule now. That's kind of cool. Yes. It's like do. TNA. No one is watching live. Yes, exactly. <laughs> of course, with them, nobody's watching the replays either. Wait, is that TNA? Are we talking about We're TNA? We're talking again? about TNA, yes. <laughs> how, how can you say canceled? Canceled. Yeah, looking bad. We can get onto that now or later, but I, I mean, despite all Bill, all of Billy's rage, TNA still canceled. <laughs> Allegedly, poetic. Well, I, I did throw in a brand new note that came out yesterday. Yeah. I had, I didn't even touch the notes today, so we might be a little bit out of touch. But I'm glad you did that because, yeah, it turns I, out I, TNA I, has their own corner of Reddit. <laughs> Really? That's awesome. <laughs> nice. I, I should go there and start downvoting people for no reason at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm Barely so anyone comments that the last thread was made like three hours ago, just where is gonna? And no one knows, so there's no comment. <laughs> See, this, this is this is why TNA can't have like their own like Dolphins or or, uh, or what was the other guy? Mets fan, right? Or, or this new guy that said that Samoa Joe was going to be on uh, NXT. Right. This is why TNA can't have it because they don't tell anybody anything. That's why everybody's like, "Uh, no, we're not getting canceled." Like, yeah, they they what do they block your internet access? Well, that's because Dixie's fuck? a ghost. Yeah, that's what we learned from BotchSpot this yes, week. Yes, that is what we learned from BotchSpot.com this week. That means that's one I haven't read. Well, he's, our, he's been he's been on a bit of a hiatus off and on. He's got a uh, hospital issues with the wifey. Yes, and he, he made that public, so it's not like a breaking the right. fourth wall. So he'll, he'll give us what he can. It's cool. Mrs. Hornsby, get well soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. From all of us, a board wrestling fan. And, uh, yes. Except for JT, because he has to leave at three twenty. So you know, it's... no three twenty, not two twenty. He said three twenty. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, I have to quit the group now. <laughs> oh, shit. So, uh, you get that, Jason? And uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. What? You, the, what happened was all it was is I just had to re- re-download him. He was in there. I just had I went over. I just went, p- turned the game on, went over, went over to the Jason character and just said, it just said, need to download character, and I just downloaded him. That's all I had to do. It was easy. I didn't even have to do go go through your, your hijinks with it. <laughs> But nice. thanks anyway. What what's his finishing move then? Or his fatality. Oh yeah, he gets out the he he um chops the dude's head off with a machete. It's freaking cool. Ah, oh, that's classic. I, I, I think that works. I, I still liked my idea with them randomly wandering off and stuff, but Well he Maybe that cutscene would take too long to render. <laughs> well, there are some like okay, so like he comes walking and there are three if you don't have if you if you don't have Mortal Kombat ten um, I don't know if, how how much you get when you play it. You can choose from three different kinds of every every character on the guy. There's and Jason has three different kinds. One where he has a machete, and two that he doesn't. And one where he has the mach- he actually has the machete in hand of while he fights. He walks out with it in his neck, and he pulls it out as an intro. As his as his intro, he doesn't say he just pulls it pulls it out of his neck and just gets ready to fight. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
you know, and like as the listeners might know from last week, we, we always need closure on our dilemmas. We've got the uh, the machete figured out, and we got the Sonny Ono rule in effect. <laughs> don't know what's going on with teenagers yet, uh, but we'll find out about that later in the news. I emailed. Any other pressing details we're missing? I emailed customer service tech support, and they're like, oh, well, the server's running. <laughs> yeah, okay, that doesn't fucking help me. Uh, how the fuck do I get this to work? They're like, oh, just go check your logs. So I had, I have no idea how the fuck to do this because I haven't had to do anything with this since I installed the software. And so I have to go look up online where to find the fucking files and shit that I need. And then it's like, oh, okay, there's where the files are. Oh, look, the damn thing's not even fucking running. <laughs> so, yeah, as it turns out, it was just our broadcast server was not running. And that is why we lost 15 minutes of our show last week. It would have been longer if I hadn't, if it weren't for me. Yes, thank you very much. You get to stay on the show another week. <laughs> <laughs> That's me patting myself on the back, people. Well, he does pay all the hosting fees. He does. That's true. <laughs> He's the Bob Carter of the show. He sends me money without me even asking now. It's great. <laughs> How do I get this type of thing? What do I got to do? I know, right? Well, the thing is, the the the, <laughs> the 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 payments due on the thirteenth. I completely forgot last week to send him the money, and then he's like, "Oh shit, anybody got the money?" I'm like, "Oh shit, why did you, you know?" Because you know, gee, you know, working the two jobs, you know, you forget shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, very easily. So it's just Joe needs to make sure he needs to remind me when the thirteenth is coming up. Sometimes I, I love how we were talking about Jason before he just and the thirteenth is the date. That's awesome. And yes, and, I totally and, know what forgetting's all about. And, and the 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 irony of the whole thing is the next Friday the thirteenth is mine and JT's birthday. Yep. <laughs> and 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 you're getting it for another present. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Oh, but the listeners aren't, because they have to listen to us. <laughs> yeah. She'll turn. Well, that's a present in itself. It is. They, and, and, and you know, if it's anything like last week, they get to not listen to us talk about uh, any upcoming pay-per-views, which actually turn out to be halfway decent. Well, it's not for Or Or was that my, uh, was that just my opinion? <laughs> Oh no, Slammiversary was great. <laughs> I'm, t I'm talking about, uh, of course, Payback last week on uh, the WWE Network. That was last Sunday. I yeah. know. Eh? It feels like a month ago. You got There has been so much wrestling. It's just insane. Just everything that's gone on in wrestling has been. I don't want to say everything, but a lot of the stuff that's gone on in wrestling has been great this week. Payback was a halfway decent pay per view. Kevin Owens. Yeah. yeah, we could touch on that. Um, I mean, I guess when you have lowered expectations, it, it's <laughs> when you lower your expectations. Well, that was how WrestleMania worked. That Expect is, disappointment, and you'll always be amazed. That's exactly how WrestleMania worked. But I mean, like even the 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 U.S. title match, the I Quit match was like, holy crap! <laughs> this match is actually really good with these two losers. Wrestling. It was, but I wasn't. I wasn't that big a fan of the pyro spot, just because they're like, "Oh, it could be burned," but you can see he's clearly fine. Right. Wrestling. Uh, I did enjoy his face when he hit the big button and it went off. 
<laughs> it's like, oh, that's how that works. <laughs> Yay, fireworks. <laughs> Wrestling fans, we keep our standards low, so we're never disappointed. <laughs> Pretty much. And they still find a way to disappoint us. But I yeah. think that uh, probably the highlight of that night for me, and I'm, I'm sure you guys all enjoyed it if you watched it, was, was what we were talking about last week with the uh, the tease of the shield reuniting. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if the video is still alive or not in, in our notes. There's a little video not worth playing because it's all visual. Um, the plate of South Rollins, check it out later if it's still alive. It was a great little facial expression moment that I think was probably uh, I don't know if it's going to make the awards show but it certainly was, was one of the highlights of the week. What did you guys think about that? I, I, I loved it. I loved the way that Ambrose and and, uh, and Fuckboy there they just kind of looked at him and like no. How that Rain, was pretty good. How Reigns <laughs> just kind of grinned at him and then punched him in the face. <laughs> yeah, and he, he put his arm out going come on. Come on let's yeah. do this. Yeah. <laughs> Seth is just awesome. And as much as we harp on him, I did like Reigns just saying loser buys beers. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was, I mean, it, it, they all, I think, just gave us a little reminder of how awesome that group really was. If we didn't really even need it, but it's it's uh, down the stretch. One of these days, we're going to get them in, in the... Uh, in a trios once again I like to call them that now <laughs> you should always call them all trios speaking of trios there is actually a pay-per-view tonight and I, I don't know if I'm going to dive in on the iPay-per-view but uh, hot damn it looks like a one hell of a show the Lucha World Cup yeah. you guys been keeping up to date what that's all about because I'm, I'm intrigued Team ROH Underground features a former BWF guest in Moose mm-hmm <laughs> and uh, Cage is in that uh, trio, and uh, I can't remember who the third one is. Do you really need anyone else? No, I don't think so. With Moose and Cage, <laughs> I think, against a bunch of luchadors, I think they got it. <laughs> they have that in a shoot fight. <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, there's probably guys from almost every single promotion outside of the WWE or formerly of that I, I just I I have massive interest in seeing how this thing's gonna play out. The rules seem kind of a little odd, but who did whatever. TNA send? TNA sent uh, Anderson and Hardy, and they had to lump uh, Johnny Mundo in there to make Team TNA slash Lucha Underground Team. Oh jeez! And they also right. did the same thing with ROH uh, because they have Brian Cage, ACH, and Moose. Okay. ACH, oh, ACH is the other and one. Yeah, and they got Team Noah, uh, which is Ishimori, uh, Takayama, and Kochiji. They got also from Japan the AJPW, uh, so uh, Kenzo Suzuki, Tiger Mask 3, and Masumani. Oh. There's like almost every Good. every promotion is represented. I mean, you got AAA, you know, Phantasma, El Texico Jr., and Psycho Clown. For fun, he really should have sent the New Day. <laughs> they should yeah, have been great, eh? Oh, yeah. oh, of course, everybody's favorite team, quote-unquote, rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's Drew Galloway uh, and, and Helico from 
who should have been on one of the Lucha Underground teams, which makes no sense, but whatever. And uh, El Masias, who I'm not super familiar with, also known as Ricky Banderas. I don't know what he's doing under the oh, new gimmick. Also known as as, uh, as Mil Muertes. Mm-hmm. Is that Mil Muertes? Mil Muertes. Yeah. I, I just don't know how the El Messias gimmick works. I think that's probably more restricted to uh, AAA, which... Well, he was he was Judas Messias in TNA, so I'd imagine it was the same gimmick. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. I, I would imagine. Yeah. It's a good team, though. I mean, all, all these teams are good. You even got the team old guys with uh, Blue Team and Junior, uh, Dr. Wagner, Wagner Jr., and El Solar. And, of course, you have Team Kachop WWE Fucked Up. Uh, with El Patron, uh, Ray Mysterio Jr., and uh, you only had one job, Mr. C's. <laughs> That's his actual name. I, I don't make things up on the show ever. Oh, no, I know. I think I think I covered them all. Yeah, there you go. So I I'm looking forward to it. I, uh, as far as I know, it's high pay per view though, and those things don't have a good history. Um, maybe maybe if you're if you're like me, you're on the fence about paying for it, wait for it to air, and just try to find out what the results of the broadcast, not the matches, were, and catch it on the replay. Or try to find an illegal stream. That's up to you. I'd never do that, though. That, that would be wrong. No, we don't condone piracy here. Nope. Especially me. I mean, I, yeah. of course, have the network. Of course you do. Naturally. <laughs> what street style? I mean, I totally have Destination America somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is our that is our pay per view for tonight. Um, Five p.m. I think that's West Coast time. It's been not hundred percent sure. It's been a heck of a week for pro wrestling because Monday, of course, after payback, we had the uh, Raw alternative too. Yeah, I watched that first. Um, what did you think of that? I I I thought it was pretty I, good. I mean, there was a couple. A couple moments where the production value is a little sketch, but uh, I caught a couple I, of know. caught a couple of matches. The problem was I was on the bus, and when I remembered it was on, I was in like this one area of Buffalo where I get shitty service. Of course, and so <laughs> I'm like trying to watch this. Uh, it was the Michael Elgin match, um, where it was him and like two other guys, and they were against uh, Super Smash Brothers and some other guy. And just, like, the feed kept cutting out on me, and then it would go, like, super blurry when I could watch it. Uh, but I caught, like, the tail end of that match. And uh, the beginning of the Shimmer match that was on after it. Uh, but I really wasn't paying that much attention because I was getting, like, texts and Facebook messages and shit like that. Because Monday, on Facebook, I decided to just send a shit ton of friend requests to people I didn't know. <laughs> and so I was kind of like getting messages and notifications and shit from them like the whole night. It's like, who the fuck are you? Like, oh, hey, I, yeah, bad, yeah, bad, bad decision to do this on a Monday. <laughs> but uh, from what I caught of it, I liked it. I, I think it's a, it, it's a good thing to have uh, an indie wrestling spotlight uh, for people who are maybe uh, fed up with the WWE product on Monday nights or, in my case, can't watch the WWE product live on Monday nights. Would you manage to check it out, uh, Mark or, and or JT? Although I think I know the answer to that latter. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't get to check it out. Either. I might watch it after the show, but there is so much wrestling, even with Impact not being watchable this week. 
Yeah, well, that, and that's a great point. We should probably let anyone listening who might be interested in checking it out. You can stream it on face or well, go through the the Facebook. Well, if you, you can't find the YouTube link, we're alternative to YouTube.com. YouTube.com slash Beyond Wrestling. I'll take you there. That's right. And I know, and, I, you know, know this, the, I know I know mean, this. If, well, go, go ahead. I know this because I uh, I tagged Beyond Wrestling on Twitter when I said, "Hey, ESW should do uh, should should be part of the Raw alternative next time." Which the match I was gushing about last week, you can pay a dollar ninety nine and watch on YouTube. I don't know if you can or G or, or Mark uh, because I don't know if it's Geo blocked, but for a dollar ninety nine, you can watch uh, Ar Fox and Rich Swan against the Monster Mafia. <laughs> there you go. And there, I mean, there's lot, there's lots of guys that you're gonna, you're gonna know if you check this out. I mean, you got Kevin Steen in the match on that show. Uh, of course, Ninjas with Altitude. Everyone knows them. They're, they're worldwide famous. Actually, they're pretty cool. That's the interspecies wrestling. They fought the Food Fighters. That was one of my favorite matches. Those guys always bring some just stupid fun. And you got other notables like guys like uh, Kyle Riley was on that. Uh, Ricochet, I Prince Puma, of course. Matt Cage was on that. Chris Hero. Um, there were so many notable guys. I know I'm forgetting guys. Gargano, our very first guest on this podcast ever. Yep. Young Bucks versus Super Smash Brothers, as, as you noted, which was a great match. Eddie Edwards, Biff Music. Uh, that was uh, the main event, I think. Yeah. That was, there, there was more. I'm forgetting tons. Like, it's jam packed. Like, you're almost getting four hours of quality content. So I gotta give it a big thumbs up. I agree with you 100. percent You know, raw you can record, watch later at, at your own ease. These guys they they give you the opportunity to sample all these different promotions that might not be in your area, and you might find your new favorite. So it's it's good. Like you said, it's been a lot of wrestling this week, but this is one of the highlights for sure. And, and a lot of these guys that you'll see on the raw alternative, they're guys that travel the country. They're not just locked into these specific promotions that you're seeing them wrestle for. I mean, uh, aside from Kevin Steen, of course, now being in WWE, but uh, you you can check out, you can find your local indie, and there's a chance that these guys that you're watching on this Raw Alternative program are going to be in your area wrestling on a cheap ticket, like 12 bucks a pop to get in. Great seats everywhere. You look at the, you watch this show, you see there's like three, four, five rows of seats. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and and that's you know small building, harder to get into if you if if they do sell out, but you know great seats regardless of where you are. Now, case in point, Johnny Gargano is back at Empire State Wrestling next month, June twentieth, wrestling Tommaso Ciampa of Ring of Honor fame. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I mean, check your local indies, look for them, find them. Google them if you don't know what they are. But while Raw Alternative was going on, somebody made a bit of an impact on Raw. Someone stepped up or on. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, there's, there's, I don't think there's any other moment in that episode of Raw that stood out as much as it's our big debut. Eh? Who saw that coming? Come on. They weren't Quebec or anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was great, Ke- you know. Kevin it was Owens. Really cool seeing Cassius Ono. I mean, it's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> he really put on weight. He did. Yeah. 
Now they're pushing the fat guys. Jeez. I'm sure you saw that meme falling. Yeah, I did see that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't see that, but I, I did see the picture of Matt Hardy sent out of him with that was some random fat guy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, blame Cassidy, like I said. <laughs> oh, wow. So, thought, I, thoughts on uh, Kevin Owens? Stepping on the U.S. title on on uh, on Raw, punking out uh, John Cena, amazing. No, and they really let him have fun as well. Like I've been doing this longer than you. You don't get to give me advice. Now, what I like is is since John Cena won the U.S. title, he's been defending the title every week on Raw against guys that are would in the past never have a chance in hell to beat John Cena and they've been looking strong he's been letting them look strong he's putting over new talent despite the fact he's winning all the matches and he made Kevin Owens look like a million bucks by letting Kevin Owens just plant him with one move and now we got a US title match coming up next week uh, it's not for the title it's not for the title no it's not official because I've heard a lot of confusion about it. Whether I, it's a title I, match. The last I heard was that it's not a title match. Hmm. I, I don't see how they could have one. Well, stuff went off for the NXT title. We know right. how much. Right. Yeah, because Cena's not being promoted to NXT. No. No. Oh, he has to, has to earn his stripes, man. Like, yeah, noob. Just working on WWE main card. He doesn't know how to wrestle. Come on. <laughs> it's funny you say that, though, because as Kevin Owen said, he's been wrestling longer. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, it just goes to the network. Did the did the, yeah, did the crowd find it now on the website? Did the crowd forget to to? Did the crowd start chanting "Kills Team Kill" and forgot they weren't supposed to call him that? No. They've been very good at the NXT crowd. Have been very good at not chanting old names. <laughs> And they also boo people that do it. Yeah. No, they they were chanting "Fight Owens, fight." <laughs> it was it was it was great. There was a great moment in Raw history. But I don't see why it wouldn't. I don't. I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter if it's a title match or not. Kevin Owens is going to be on a WWE pay per view. Yeah, I'm looking at the WWE.com right now. It doesn't... I, I can't see anything that says explicitly it's for the title. I couldn't even find a card for it. Oh, I did. It's it, you got you to gotta go to the oh, shows. Oh, next the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, if you click the, the obvious bait links, they just want you to pay for the network link. It's free for the month of May. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I was on my PlayStation yesterday, just you know, goofing around, and I went through the apps and I hit the WWE Network, and I went on. Oh, free for the month of May! I'm like, why well, already have the fucking thing? Probably yeah. could do it. I could probably do it through another through another email. And probably get the free month. But why would I want to have it on two two accounts for it? See, I I need to do that. My my ex wife called me up yesterday, and she says, "Hey, is the network still on my tablet?" Because she gave her tablet to her mom. And I said, uh, yeah, I've been meaning to tell you about, uh, to tell you to take that off of there because I like if your brother tries to watch a pay per view when I'm watching a pay per view, <laughs> it's gonna like yell at me for having for trying to stream more than once. 
She's oh, you don't got to worry about that. Like, no, no, no. Like, seriously, like, so, well, I haven't watched wrestling in a while. I want to watch the network if I go to my mom's house. Like, yeah, okay, but still, get your own damn account. Yeah, I was going to say, but, <laughs> you know, you're, you left me. You don't get access to the account anymore. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see what they do. That's next Sunday, of course. Um, free preview. Yeah, I, I have uh, Wikipedia says it's just a singles match. It does not indicate U.S. title match. Yeah, knowing the WWE and how they change things, we'll we'll have to wait and tune in and find out what they do. Um, but I guess it, it's odd because the whole thing was the U.S. title challenge, which insti- instigated the whole thing in the first place. Oh, it is it is a head scratcher. Why at least the title wouldn't be on the line. But I mean, if it's not, what are they going to do? I mean, I I want to see Owens go over here, but of course that begs one other question, which has been criticized amongst many other uh, internet wrestling content people, and we should discuss it here a little bit. It's awesome that he's been putting over guys, you know, whether it's Zane or or Neville, um, but at some point. It's not as special if he puts everybody over anymore. You know what, you know what I'm saying? What, should he go over here or or not? I actually see in crazy cross-promotion someone from NXT coming and ruining the match to set up something on NXT. Mm-hmm. And then just moving on to someone else. Uh, he's Owens has had his... Uh, little rivalries with a number of guys right now there's a few options who, who do you think ideally would that would be Mark uh, probably either Finn Balor or I'm forgetting names now oh, the pretty boy Prince Pretty you, <laughs> oh Joe that you. would be pretty good come on I didn't even watch wrestling this week and I knew because of the, the effect of Ginormous erection the the internet wrestling com- the, <laughs> the wrestling community had over that and the fact oh, we man. I, got, I got smacked in the face by many penises over that one and, and the fact I spoiled it for Mark yes you did <laughs> well I uh, I, I got a text job trying to wish your mom happy birthday come on <laughs> what, what type of asshole wishes his mother happy birthday <laughs> I'm sir <laughs> I I got a text back I I mentioned that I was gonna text out uh, that I texted out hey if you want to listen to the show here's the link. I got a text back. LOL, are you going to talk about how lame Tyler Breeze is? <laughs> He's gorgeous. I found the one person that does not like Tyler Breeze. <laughs> there you go. She says, I hate I, that I, selfie I, stick. I, so I, 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 He's great. I mean, he's coming out of last storm school, and he doesn't steal things, so he's got that going for him. But it's, that gimmick is... I don't know if that's going to work on the main card, but it works on NXT, so we'll just like him for now. He's on the best show of the bunch, at least for WWE. I mean, not the best overall. That's, of course, subjective, I guess. She says, I hate that selfie stick. So Wednesday night, I'm watching NXT, and I text her. I said, said, he didn't come out with the selfie stick. She said, I still hate him. (laughs) (laughs) You know what he did do? I can confirm because I watched it. He, He used Periscope. Yes. And I, I did watch the Periscope feed uh, while I was watching. It's the second screen experience, I guess, if you will. If I, I would have known... to see uh, Finn come out in the background while he was doing a selfie the entire time. That was <laughs> that was neat. If I would have known that match was going to be the first match on the card, I would have downloaded Periscope and watched that. But I figure, oh, no, I'm going to be on the bus, so I don't want to like get out of the WWE app 
to watch this on this Periscope app and then have to come back into the WWE app. Oh yeah, I guess if you're on the same device, so that could be a little bit. Uh... I gotta I gotta go to my phone company and see if they'll like t- give me like share let me share my data on my tablet for like a cheap amount every month. So that way I can watch these WWE things on my tablet or like Raw Alternative I can watch on my tablet and not yeah. worry about if, you know, somebody's texting me, messaging me or if something else is going on that I want to check out on my phone. I, I find that the two screen experience with certain shows is when 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 utilized properly it can be really fun. I mean, JT and I we we probably were doing like a three screen experience in some some nights when we watched The Walking Dead because right. you have their companion uh, feed going on while you're watching the show. Plus, you got the social media experience. I, I I think you know the WWE hasn't truly capitalized on that. That's something you know with their app is attempted, but I don't I don't think they've locked in. But uh, Tyler Bruce figured it out on his own, so that's pretty cool. So I'm giving a thumbs up to. Uh, to him and if you hate him hey that's fine I don't really like the selfie stick I'm not a big fan of selfies in general anyway <laughs> no I don't um, like that but I still quite enjoy Tyler Breeze yeah well the thing is he's, at the end of the day gimmick or no gimmick the guy is technically sound and can wrestle one hell of a match you, you put him up in pretty much anybody I, I can't recall the last time I saw a match he was in or I'd be like oh, that kind of stunk up the joint right of course he, he hasn't he hasn't wrestled Bull Dempsey yet has he <laughs> no Mojo oh, Rowley? Mojo? Or? He wrestled Mojo. Okay, so that one probably sucked. Probably, but, but that's because of Mojo, not because of Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, of course it was. It was let's put Mojo and Bull in a, in a match um, that no one can see. <laughs> I, yeah. I saw <laughs> I saw a picture of uh, of Mojo Raleigh, and he was teamed up with Zack Ryder. <laughs> it's like, Poor hey, Zach. his career's looking up. <laughs> I gotta feel bad for for Zach. Woo woo woo, it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, we uh, we want to talk about anything else on NXT in particular? I, I think we got. Tyler Breeze was the one who took Mojo Rawley out of action and injured his shoulder. I believe you're correct. See more so, reasons to like him. Yeah. yeah, just even more reasons. So of course we had we had that match uh, which uh, Finn Balor won. He's mm-hmm. the new number one contender. Which, how about that? How about that new body paint? <laughs> I thought it was the normal one, and then he just showed his back, and it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, you kind of. No, I, I, I have heard someone saying it was quite fun. That he should have kept the wings on for that dive. Yeah, <laughs> please don't <laughs> die. Please don't die. And then the women, the 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 women's tag team match was next, which nothing really to write home about. Okay. Yeah, NXT Unstoppable was stoppable in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. It but, wasn't the best one we've seen, but I mean, all but, the matches were passable. This is what I noticed, and it was when Charlotte and Bailey were coming out. They had that LED floor for the ramp now, and like three of the panels were out right where Finn Balor landed in the previous <laughs> match. It's like, ah, he broke the floor. <laughs> they fixed it by the end of the match, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, you you could have uh, we we could have easily left out uh, Rhino and uh, what's his face too. Boy, I always Corbin. want to call him Corbin Brunson. <laughs> yeah, I just can't help it. Maybe L.A. Law broke my mind, but whatever. <laughs> Susan Day was hot in, in the day. Speaking of which, completely off topic. 
so uh yeah I, I agree that that didn't really need to happen that like but i kind of felt like fuller it was filler but then you get you get the two good ti- the two good title matches to end the show you get becky lynch and sasha banks which yeah, i could watch becky lynch all day same and here sasha for that matter same but. here and i was uh, you know they're they're really criminally underrated if Actually, I don't know if anyone actually managed to go and watch the NXT episode that was this week because it was all hype. But there was a great little interview package with Becky about her career in the Indies and lots of footage detailing her uh, her run. You know, prior to coming in, you know, she came out of retirement to join NXT. That's notable. You know, we're we're lucky to see this girl. You know, like the Austin Aries inverted effect. Oh, the WWE wants me. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll wrestle again. I I tweeted out after this match. Where the hell did it go? I just had it. There it is. The resurgence of women's wrestling. You're seeing it. Great match at Becky Lynch WWE and at Sasha Banks WWE. Hashtag NXT TakeOver. It's a great match. Yeah, and Becky Lynch kind of stole Blue Pants' gimmick of doing cosplay. (laughs) I'll forgive her because she's hot. Yes. Oh, she did look amazing. Uh Uh-huh. And I, I regretted not watching the entrance when I turned back around and saw the new look. She's not the only uh, diva that's going to be debuting a new look on the taping. Spoiler alert. She's not blue anymore. She's not a pixie anymore. She's now a warrior princess. Hmm. Who blue pants? Mm, not as much. It's unfortunate. I'd like to see her get an actual character. Blue Pants is fun, but... You're referring to Alexa Bliss. That's, uh, that's the other match we're forgetting is the tag team title match. Mm-hmm. Which, damn it, Enzo and Cass need that fucking title. <laughs> and they also screwed up getting Carmella to swap sides. Yeah. Well, they'll eventually kill her off. Don't worry. And they had Alyssa, uh, Alexa Bliss come out and attack her. And that's what cost Cass and, and Enzo the match. So that sucked. Damn it. <laughs> These guys need to, they need the freaking titles. They're the best team on the freaking show that are actually getting used on the show. Yeah, but they're also the one team on the show that doesn't need anything. They're yeah, so over. That's true. All they need is a microphone. That's true. Bada boom. We lost guys in the room. <laughs> I hated Enzo Amore so much the first time I saw him, but then as the weeks went on, it's like, oh, man, this guy's actually really good. <laughs> that was it with me, too, because I just hate Guido characters. Like, like I... you hate selfie sticks. I hate them, too. And then just him opening his mouth. <laughs> yeah, He's just brilliant. Just the first time he cut that promo, I'm a certified G and a bona fide <laughs> stud. Like, oh, come on, dude, shut the fuck up. And then, like, as the weeks go on and you keep seeing him cut this promo, and it's like, okay, I, I, I get this guy now. <laughs> I, I, he I, can just walk out with a microphone, say the first word, and let the rest of the crowd chant the rest for him. Yeah. And, of course, we had our NXT title match. What do you think of the uh, of how they played that out? They had uh, Sami Zayn was dominating and then gets caught with Papa Powerbomb on the apron. 
I don't. just remember the end too well to remember the much of the match itself. I'll just take your word that it was good. <laughs> oh, was Sa- Sami Zayn was like pissed off and taking it out on Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I I thought it was good considering the way their matches have gone previously. Having having Zayn work kind of more of a dominant role elevated him, I think, as opposed to bringing uh, Kevin Steen down because the previous I don't, outings has really been a domination by Owen, so this is Zayn stepping up his game. So yeah, I was I was I was for the way it played out. I mean, I I don't know what the deal is with his injury though. So I think that worked. You know, it worked out for the obviously it can't be too bad if or he's really just. You know, muscling his way through the injury. I really don't know. I mean, it's, I guess, the big question mark. Uh, hopefully, it's not Daniel branding himself and uh, making it worse. He, he, uh, like Owens, he's, uh, his indie work uh, has been going on for a long time. And, you know, his card is probably pretty full. Yeah. Yeah, that's a worry some people have about like, most of the guys there now. Mm-hmm. And they're possibly injuring themselves too much before they even get there. I mean, the timing is case in point of that. I think when you know you look at the uh, number of years and style that he wrestles as Kenta, and you know here he is on the shelf for God knows how long. And it's, I mean, I know all these guys are not going to be called up and demoted to Raw, but at the same time, you know, same time, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I don't, I don't see any any benefit of them working injured. At least those particular types, you know, the the Finns and the, the Owens and all the other guys that have been fortunate to uh, grace our NXT screens on a weekly basis. No, I'm not sure <coughs> Itami will actually wrestle in NXT again. I think he'll just come back on the main roster. I would hope so. Hopefully Vince McMahon's dead by then, though. <laughs> oh, did I go there? Yeah, I did. I'm, I'm still concerned about that. I'm, I don't really wish ha, that. Ha, 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 ha. You think I'm going to die, son, at one of these days? I'm never going to die. The genetic Joe Kangamore is never going to die. Just to Jeez, piss off really? your stupid marks off. I have the walking dead. The only way he's <laughs> dying is if Triple H is involved somehow. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, that's always going to be the concern, I guess. We've we harp and bitch and moan all the time, and, and rightfully so. I'll tell you it's, this about, about Sami Zayn is all he had to do was just get through one match. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, okay, you hurt your shoulder, get out there and wrestle, you know, three times in one night for a TV taping. It was, okay, dude, you hurt your shoulder, take the next two weeks off, come back for NXT TakeOver, you know, just get a little bit of offense in, take the pop-up power bomb. that's all you got to do. And, he, you know, he trusts Kevin Steen, I would imagine, being that they've been in the business together for the longest time and they're best friends. And I'm sure he felt comfortable wrestling a match, even if he was hurt with Kevin Owens. And literally all he had to do was get some offense in, take the pop-up powerbomb, take a little bit of a beating afterward, and just wait for Samoa Joe to show up. I was gonna. I, I wanted to, uh, but I I didn't think about it until like just before showtime. Wanted to take the crowd sounds from NXT and play them when I introduced myself at the beginning of the show. Joe, 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 Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but our audience would never chant for you, buddy. Yeah, I know that. 
Your turn. All they want is a minute with Think So Joe. That's right. It wouldn't be Bo Leave, it would be Joe Leave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's how some of our listeners feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe showing up was certainly a treat. I think uh and I'll, with all the speculation and so forth, we we still don't have a firm answer. To what his his status is we briefly covered about that in the news because guys still book for some other shows right. but it seems unlikely that he, they'd even put him on the special though if there isn't something down the stretch and I, I think we can probably take solace in that well I mean I don't want to spoil anything but I can vouch for him being on the TV tapings yeah but as con like what I mean is his contract right right well, like, my understanding it, is uh he has a very unique deal, and I'm sure we will talk about that a little bit later on. Um, but basically, he's allowed to work some indies. He's allowed to keep his name, which is awesome. weird. <laughs> weird, weird, but awesome, yes. That, that, that in itself is, is an indicator to, regardless of how Triple H actually feels about CM Punk, because that was the last guy who was able to do that. Right. That, there, there's an understanding that it's like you know you have the marketing machine that's been behind this guy whether you like to admit it or not with TNA and, and Ring of Honor and he is exactly the type of wrestler that the same audience is watching on NXT why would you throw away someone else's money when you can capitalize on it you exactly know? yeah no, that's, a, that's a good point of of course, I, uh, I'm I'm sure Josh Matthews' tweets made our news, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's never working in the E again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I still remember when Brock Lesnar killed him. Yeah, I think uh, Kane probably did a few times too, right? Timothy I White killed too. him. Ah, there you go, and then he <laughs> killed himself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll attempt it to a few times. Finally succeeded. Mr. White, that's not wise. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard, I haven't seen those, but I've just heard so many bad things. About oh my God, Mark, <laughs> you got to find them. They're hilarious. <laughs> Apparently every week a referee tried to kill himself. <laughs> Today we're going to go meet Tim White's biggest fan. <laughs> Is it literally a giant fan? <laughs> it's literally a giant fan. <laughs> and then he dives into it. <laughs> And you see Josh Matthews just get covered in blood. <laughs> the whole time he's like, Mr. White, that's not wise. What are you doing? That's not wise. Mr. White. <laughs> if you haven't seen these, and this goes for anybody listening too, which is no, now nobody because I'm the only one in the chat room. <laughs> Mark and JT both left the chat room. I generally don't go in there. Yeah, I know you don't. But <laughs> I'm the I, only one. I have to keep that door locked in my basement. It's otherwise Barkley he goes snuck in there before. I caught him once. I don't know if you guys remember that, but yeah, yeah. son of a bitch. Well, in, in in any event, if anybody's listening to this show or on this show and you haven't seen the the Tim White sketches, I can confirm there's a YouTube playlist of 16 videos of him trying to kill himself. Yeah, watch that later, Mark. That that is that he uh, put them out himself too. It's incredible. They're great. Wow, they're Josh so, Matthews look really young. They're so they're so stupid, but they're so good. 
He just wants to kill himself because he can't work because of the injury he suffered in Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Good old Timmy White. Uh, and he doesn't have the friendly tap anymore either, does he? So he's got nothing now. <laughs> Except these videos, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so what the fuck else happened this week? <laughs> oh, Lucha Underground, my friend. Yes, Lucha and Underground! He was so good, I completely forgot Lucha Underground. So I just watched it yesterday. <laughs> Let me tell you about Wednesday night, okay? Because Wednesday night, of course, we had NXT TakeOver. Wednesday night was David Letterman's last episode of The Late Show. Oh, yeah, crap. That's on my DVR. I gotta watch that. Okay. I'm not gonna spoil anything for you. It was, it was good. The whole show was good. But at the end, while the Foo Fighters are playing, they did a montage of, uh, of like, clips from the, from the Late Show, including Jerry Lawler slapping the taste out of Andy Kaufman's mouth. <laughs> oh, it's gotta be on the clip show, though. I mean, that's... Yeah. Infamous, infamous moment in television history. So, so there's there's your wrestling uh, from from the Late Show on Friday night, or Wednesday night rather, and then The Rock was on the Tonight Show the following night. <laughs> yeah, I caught I caught uh, Monday and Tuesday. I watched those because uh, knowing it was the last week, you know, you're kind of like, all right, all right, you know. Well, I, I they you... brought Rupert back for that Tuesday. That was fun. Yeah. Well, I, I mean... didn't know they stopped doing those segments because he almost got stabbed. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, that that was the first I heard of that too. But uh, I mean, you know me. I I watch. I I'm a Jimmy Fallon guy. I like the Tonight Show. I watch like every night when I can. And uh, but this week was what the hell was that? My dad sneezing. Oh. Someone yell, someone yelling. Someone got loose in G's basement. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Barkley. I'm okay. I'll be right back. <laughs> anyway, this was a, this. It's like Where's okay. Where's my morning star? It's like okay. Why is Fallon even running shows this week? Like, you're not gonna win. It's Letterman's week. Everybody's gonna be watching Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah. Because freaking even the Daily Show took off. Took yeah. this week off. Yeah. And I, I, of course, as soon as he's doing the top ten list. And he's bringing out all the celebrities to the top ten list. I got a, like six fucking rooms checking in at work, and I'm like, shit. So I can't really pay attention because I got to pay attention to what I'm doing at work. But uh, I end up catching it the next day. But the show was great. But Jerry Lawler, worth noting, was in the closing montage in archival footage from, what, 1982? <laughs> But I digress. Lucha Underground was also on Wednesday. And I would like to say I called it Chun Li's trying to kill Dario Cueto's brother. No word yet. I don't know if that's. Um... Oh, I'm forgetting names again. The guy's master. <laughs> but yes, it, it is him she's trying to kill. Pentagon Jr.? Yes. <laughs> I was looking for a Pentagon Junior mask. I can only find the uh, Octagon Junior mask, which, of course, Octagon Junior was uh, Kalisto before he became Samurai Del Sol. Mm -hmm. But uh, I can't find an Octagon Junior mask. So I was looking for like a Prince Puma mask. I can't find one of those. It's like shit. The only thing I could find from fucking Lucha Underground was like a sexy star mask. And like the of course Blue Demon Jr. and like the other you know, like guys that are full time, you know, under the mask. Of course, Pentagon Jr.'s full time under the mask. I just couldn't find his fucking mask. I found mask. a Pentagon Jr. shirt. 
Yeah, I found the shirt. I don't know. I'll keep looking. <laughs> well, there was there was a number of little storylines that were either furthered or developed a little more. Well, Chavo's back. Oh, that was interesting. That yes. was interesting because they were acting like it was a mafia thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah within the context of their, their families and... Yeah. For, you know, an uneasy alliance, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend type of thing. Yeah, Azteca got him pardoned in Mexico for trying to beat the shit out of Sexy Star with a chair. <laughs> well, don't we all want to do that? I'm, you know, I'm sure at some point we've all attempted to at least. Right? I mean, it's not just me, am I right? Oh, well, it is? <laughs> what, who's tried to beat Sexy Star up with a chair? Yeah, I mean, we all have done that once. Oh, at least, yeah. right? In Medic, come on. Um... Given how her past is spousal abuse, I think we're not the only ones. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> you, we just took this podcast to a dark place. It's dark. I'm not the only one. Uh, so, I, I, I gotta admit, though, um, I'm really liking how they're continuing to use the broken window of the office. Yeah, I, I, oh, I, that is great. I did animate that GIF, by the way. If you look in the the plot GIF thread, you can check it out. But that was neat, man. That was neat. Like it wasn't a massive spot per se. We tipped the ladder out, Angelico on uh, which guy of the crew was it again? They all look the same to me. They're very similar look. Bald, black T-shirt doesn't really help their character development, but no. But I, I loved the way he came back into the match, diving through the window. Dario Cueto was on the phone the whole time. Yeah, it's kind of looked over. He's fuck just so awesome. <laughs> trying to do business, guys. By the way, after the show last week, I did watch that clip from Punked, <laughs> where he uh, he was the funeral the the he was the limo driver for John Cena. Yeah, is that what he was? Okay, yeah. Yeah, that is Geo Block, so I couldn't I couldn't watch that at all. Yeah, I I caught that after the show last week. I'm like, you know, I got to see this. <laughs> Yeah, and of course, Angelico with another dive off of Dario Cueto's office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't stop that guy from jumping off of Dario Cueto's office. Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's probably not going to want to start doing that in every match, but fucking spot monkey, that guy's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Dario Cueto did fuck up this week and call him Angelico. He does that every week. I just thought you always called him Angelico. No, he calls him Angelico. Huh. That means it's I've like been the, pronouncing it wrong all this time. It's the the Jeff Giff thing all over again. Pretty much. There, there's a couple of these guys that apparently have multiple pronunciations of their names still. So, I mean, I, I think it's forgivable to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like Especially Tejano, if everyone calls him Texano, which makes no sense. Oh, and if you really want to fuck with your head, just listen to Conan talk about Ross Larson. He fucks up everybody's name. <laughs> Well, to be fair, he is high most of the time. That's true. That's true. But, uh, yeah, you know, that, was, that was a pretty solid. I mean, the match the, at the end was great. The opening matches were okay. I, 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 it wasn't, you know, bad. It's just, they're, they're just, I don't know. Maybe it was just too much wrestling on the suite that didn't stand out as much to me. I don't even recall who the opening match was. Davari was in a match. I know that. Oh, that's what it was. You're right. Okay. I don't know who he wrestled. Like I said, I completely forgot it was on. <laughs> oh, you know, you know who else? It was uh, it was Marty the Moth. 
Was yeah. It oh, yeah. Yes. That was brilliant because he was stood behind. Um, I'm forgetting the, the ring announcer, just doing his little moth dance and staring down her top. <laughs> it was creepy but awesome. Melissa Santos, that's her name. Yes. First, Pentagon tries to break her arm, and now she's about to get raped by a man who thinks he's a moth. <laughs> Sounds good to me. That's <laughs> definitely programmed for children. Yep. <laughs> And of course, uh, Ivelisse climbed the ladder with one leg and one and <laughs> won the ladder match. Retained the trio's titles. It was a kid moment. I mean, it was kind of you kind of knew that's how that was gonna oh, play of course. out. But who cares? Like, I, <laughs> it didn't even matter. Like knowing the finish even before the match started, when it was a ladder match, you know, one teammate has to be active with a broken foot or ankle or whatever. <laughs> it's like, okay, I know how this is ending, but who cares? And, and and Robert Trujillo was in the crowd again studying for his Loser Leaves Metallica match with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Brother! <laughs> uh, well, what do you say we can do a break song? Yeah, sure. Let me just find we it here. We had a hostile takeover of the break song this week. We did. Well, I, can't, I got on this morning and I saw that um, Cooley didn't put one up, so fuck it. I put made an executive decision and decided <laughs> since I've got another three weeks till it's mine fuck it I'm going to take it up this week so and he is an executive here <laughs> um, since you know we really didn't do our yearly tribute to the Beastie Boys this year I figured no. and I had this plan last month this was going to be my this month but I didn't realize I was gonna, I was getting pushed back so long so this is going to be my, my, my tribute to the Beastie Boys and Adam Yout and those of us, we, we all know the song. We all love it. It's their song off of Ill Communication. That that album single-handedly taught me every player on the 1994 New York Knicks basketball team, and this is <laughs> one of the songs that um, is the reason for it. And it, it features another guy who we've been featuring prominently on our in our as our, in our break break songs. It is Q-Tip from a tribe called Quest, and the song is Get It Together. Boardwrestlingfan.com. <laughs> One, two, one, two, keep it on. Listen to the shit because we keep it till dawn. Listen to the ass track, got it going on. Listen to the ladies, come on and let me spawn. Pour your eggs, then you go up the river. Listen to the ass jack, that freaky nigga. Now, I'm at rock and I shock and I tick and I talk and I can't stop with my body rock. See, I got hot like John Stars. And my mouth is not blood, but fuck it, let me get down to the rhythm. Yes, I get funky and I'm shooting on my chism like John Bones, the X-rated nigga. Listen to the shit, cause I am the ill figure. Everybody's getting any bigger than this. Phone is ringing, oh my god. Them is bony. Gotta do it like this, like Chachi and Joni. Well, cheese and cheese, and I'm the macaroni. So why all the fight? Why all the fuss? Cause ah, I ain't got no back. Yeah, you know I'm getting silly. Got a grand more hazel and a grand more chili. I'm the grand royal prince, and I'm also a member. Born on the cusp in the month of November. I do the patty 
shit was in a blender. Born, born, word is born. Don't need no motherfucking fool tell every right from wrong. I don't think I'll slay. The do I play like I'm hard, but I'm a job to lay like I was ever but no. And I've been working on my day. Life is taxing. Gotta get it together and see, see what's happening. Like my name was Bismarck, but I had to do the shit Just let me embark on the lyric on the noun and the verb Let me kick the shit off, cause no, I'm not the herb Well, it's not the herb, but the spice with the flavor Just fade up the mood with the funk for your dairy air yeah. But we're on the topic, yes, I like to mention when it comes to morning Woo, I'm at the pitch Sugar space in zone in, talking on the phone in My brain is roaming, I don't know where it's going Talking lots of shit, a little tweaking on the weekend Gotta get them by the range, cause I know that I'm freaking yeah. well, I'm a funky scholar and I'm a Scorpio And when I got the flow, I'm doctor on the go So Q-tip, but you want the mic for Because I had to talk about the times when I rhyme And when the MCs come in my face, I'm like Mace Cause I back them off with the quills Cause I had to tell you, nigga, cause I keep it under thrills Rest of one nine one one sixteen Ab off of Farmer Boulevard, yeah, Boulevard, Boulevard But I'm from Manhattan, MCA's from Brooklyn Yeah, MCA, you should be cooking Rain Man's is on the court and I can't be beat But yo, take what's up with your boots on your feet Got the timbers on the toes and this is how it goes Oh, one, two, oh my god One, two, oh my god, oh my god. I got some shit, I got the cook food Left behind my green trap kid Never, ever, ever smoking crack I eat the fucking pineapple, now my latest Listen to me now, don't listen to me later Fuck it cause I know I didn't make it fucking mine for real But yo, technically, I'm as hard as steel Gonna get it together, watch it Gonna get it together, my bell Like my bell, I got the ill communication My bell, 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 We love the Beastie Boys here on Board Wrestling Fan. Yes, we do. Indeed, we do. That was that was actually the first uh, Beastie Boys album I owned. Was Ill Communication. Yeah. Mark, I think he... my, mine was Check Your Head, but I heard I I've been listening to them since like '86. Like I listened to them from license it on but i never bought records i didn't buy albums till like 1991 by that time it was kind of like oh yeah they disappeared and then they came back with check your head and i'm like oh, okay and i bought that one and then i bought ill communication i got ill communication through like uh you remember those things were like oh columbia said house. one penny columbia house yeah that's columbia house exactly them. yeah that's how i got both of them. send one penny and get five get 15 albums like okay sure that's and then the it's reason like, why I have so many of them because they always used to buy one get two free and I was like okay I'll buy like four CDs and get like thirteen CD a thirteen CD case for like twenty for like thirty bucks okay I always forgot to send back the thing so I always end up getting like the album of the month or whatever oh yeah I did that too but you can send those back even though they say they can you can turn around and send it right back and refuse it to them. Yeah, I, I can't think of any of the ones off the top of my head that I got, but, like, what the hell was I doing with some of these albums I had? They were awful. That's why they were free. Guess so. Well, no, they weren't free. They're, those are the ones they charge you for. 
<laughs> I only did that once, uh, just before I moved. Uh, my roommates and I decided what the hell, and we got a few free CDs, and uh, we were gone. <laughs> you're supposed we, we did the one where you, you get all the CDs free at first, and then you're supposed to buy one. So, haha. Right. We won. Don't steal, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis Axel has been in the Royal Rumble. 118 days, 16 hours, 22 minutes, and 19 seconds. What's the Iron Sheik have to say this week? Fuck the Eurovision. Two, fuck the hashtag Eurovision 2015. The Tommy Toho, Jujabroni. Warning, there's a lot of jabronis in this week. You, okay. The Tommy Toehold, you jabroni, where you, where you video, you don't play like the legend. Hashtag UFC 187 game raisin balls. I miss my brother, the Owen Hart. I love the heart, my heart family. God bless all of them. Ireland today, I drink a lot of cold beer for you, Baba. Jabroni, 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 jabroni. At the real Virgil. <laughs> At the real Virgil, the biggie never respect you, Bubba. He break your fucking neck, jabroni. <laughs> the Samoa Joe impressed the legend. He ready, Bubba. The Macho Man, Randy, the Randy Macho Man Savage. God bless him forever. Hello, President of the United States. Are you the real or are you the jabroni? Jabroni and jabroni security. I be ready to break both their backs, Bubba. Kevin Owens show the legend. He ready, Bubba. Hashtag raw. I sold out the Madison Square Garden. What about you, Jabroni? Mr. President, you call me. I bet the fuck out of the Jabroni ISIS. And as always, good night. Go fuck yourself. Story time with G? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I do have a name game, but we're going to save that for a week when we're not up against the clock here with GT. Right. But I do have one in the bag, folks. I'll even tell you what it is now. It will be Rollins versus Rollins. You know, nice. I was gonna, I was gonna suggest that because they said that um, they, um, my, I was listening to the Rough House yesterday and they interviewed Seth Rollins. <laughs> they were, they mentioned Henry Rollins. I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, see, inspiration for his, his name in the WWE was Henry Rollins. There's, there are some other interesting parallels between those guys. So I, I think I got a good little batch when we got to it. But I was browsing through the interwebs on Reddit, one of my favorite groups to check out. Squared circle jerk. It's all about trolling their folks. So good. So good. They've kind of warped my brain, though. Roman Reigns' name is actually Fuckboy, just so everyone knows. Okay. Children are literally ruining everything. And this comes from a guy named Crouty or Crowdy or something like that. And his icon is a big pair of tits. So, you know, he's, he's a class act. I saw a little girl, and she must have been no older than six in a Dolph Ziggler shirt, and I was happy because I had renewed faith in humanity. I felt like she must be a real wrestling fan, so I spoke to her. I asked her what she thought about Samoa Joe's debut, and she said, Who? I was so mad. How the fuck does she not know about Samoa Joe? So I opened my wallet, and I pulled out a photo of him that I keep in there, and I showed her. So what? He's just a fat guy. The little cunt replied. <laughs> Listen, you little bitch. Joe is not just a fat guy. He is my husband. -o. Then this little shitfuck had the audacity to call Kevin Steen a fatty. 
I gave her one more chance by showing her Nakamura versus Ibushi on my phone. And she told me it was boring and asked that I, please leave her alone. But I wasn't going to leaving until this mark accepted that she was a useless sack of shit. So I started going, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And she started crying and promptly stopped when I curb stomped her. And then I started chanting, I am awesome. I am awesome. Next minute, this fat guy walks in and goes, why are you in my daughter's bedroom? And then he tried to attack me. He worked me real stiff and knocked me out. Now I'm being investigated for attempted child molestation. And I got fired from my job. Does anybody else hate kids for being born after me? <laughs> I, I think every word is true, personally. Yeah, it sounds like a, a normal Wednesday night for me. <laughs> I know, right? The top comment, next time called child protection, a child that watches WWE instead of NJPW is being abused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sure that how I love thee. <laughs> Uh, it was obviously not Justin Ruff's kid. <laughs> that kid that loves kid Shimmer. <laughs> yeah, he he knows how to raise a kid, right? She's 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 gonna turn out to be one hell of a wrestling fan, that's for sure. Definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Props and shoutouts to our pal Justin Ruff, occasional interviewer for certain indie talents on our podcast. He's the guy that got uh, Johnny Gargano on this show, and interviewed Jerry Lynn. That's correct. A often forgotten about interview when we talk about people we've had on this on this particular website. Uh, news, courtesy of dailywrestlingnews.com, angrymarks.com, and cheapheat.com. Northeast Wrestling announced that Samoa Joe will appear for their August first and August second shows. Uh, they stated this. They stated in the release. Let me. Start this over. They stated in the release, this should quell the rumors of him going to NXT this past week or the Performance Center in June. Joe was quick to respond. Promoters, spend less time being smart and more time putting together a crisp and professional live event experience for your fans. Hashtag business. Yeah, I guess those rumors are quelled, huh? Yeah, guess so. <laughs> What's well, What is this? Oh, this. I know what this is. This is a WWE.com exclusive. Ah, they're chanting my name. So this is NXT. That's what the fat guy behind his shirt says. promotions in the world and everywhere I looked and everyone who asked told me one thing Joe if you want to do what you want to do if you want to be with the very best and the most hungry and the most vicious violent and excellent pro wrestlers in the world then you come to NXT And if tonight is any indication of the competition I can expect, well, rest assured, Joe is happy and Joe is here. 
So consider this your warning. I am Samoa Joe. I am pro wrestling, and I am now here in NXT. There you go. Samoa Joe is in NXT. Despite what other promoters will have you say. <laughs> uh, Joe's deal has been structured in a way similar to Brian Kendrick and Rhino in that he can work for NXT, but still take independent dates across the country. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, his deal with WWE was personally overseen by Triple H. While he's still allowed to book independent dates, WWE gets first dibs. So if there's a date conflict, uh, a date in conflict where they need him for a live show, he'd have to cancel his indie booking. They also came to an agreement on merchandising, which is why WWE shop is already selling Samoa Joe T-shirts. It's believed things, if things go well, Joe will be offered a full-fledged deal after the current one. Yeah, it's uh, I guess a tryout basis in a way. But I don't see how that's going to go wrong for him at all. Right, right. Uh, his deal with, uh, um, with Triple H had a meeting with the NXT town, thanked them for not leaking the debut of Snow, uh, Samoa Joe at TakeOver, except for obviously the guy on Reddit that we talked about last week. Yeah, that guy's getting fired. If they find out who it is, yeah. Well, they have a hacker guy in NXT now. He'll, he'll find him. <laughs> yeah, Samoa. Uh, yeah, uh, he's Solomon a Crow. now, though. Yeah. He jobbed a what's-his-face a couple of weeks ago. He's the new C.J. Parker. I guess. I actually got a text after. Let me see if I still have this text. And it was about uh, Samoa Joe. Uh, it's in here somewhere. I don't know. I got a text, and it was like, oh, well... You know, what? Ha you know, I, I, I didn't want to spoil the show for her, and she goes... Oh well, you know, I, you know, no, go ahead, tell me what happens. I'm like, oh, are you sure? She's yeah, like Samoa Joe showed up. So, oh no, Triple H said he wasn't showing up. Like, I'm surprised. It's like, yeah, see. All, Wait, all, you mean Triple H lies to people? All Triple H had to do was say, no, Samoa Joe's not signed, <laughs> and it surprises people. You know, Triple H has been, like, in some shoot interviews, he's been, like, honest about things. So that's why she was like, oh, shit, no, he lied? Okay. <laughs> cool, Samoa Joe. <laughs> Josh Matthews took a pot shot at WWE. He mentioned this earlier. How did the at WWE NXT announcers know who Samoa Joe was if we are hashtag obscurity in, the wor in their world? Sick of hypocrisy. Hip hop hooray! Ho! <laughs> and Joe wrestled Johnny Gargano this week. Oh, today actually is—is is that today? Okay. Literally I know sometimes sometimes you put today in the notes, and it's like, oh, I that know, happened I like know. three days ago. <laughs> okay. I know. I try to keep my my tabs on the dates, but yeah, I fucked that up once in a while. But it is some point today. Uh, I don't know when the event begins, but the odds are, if you're going, you already know. Right. Bully Ray wants a feud with Kevin Owens. He'll have to get in line behind both Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe. And, and of course, uh, 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 Finn Balor, <laughs> who's the number one contender for the title. And John Cena, who's wrestling him in an elimination chamber. <laughs> he has like seven feuds going on. He does. 
And you care about every single one of them. <laughs> Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And they, they, uh, you know, and oddly enough, they they can't manage to make us care about almost all the ones on Raw. Yeah. You don't care about anything else, but holy shit, Owens is fighting these four guys? <laughs> That's because he's such a good heel, you want to see him get the shit kicked out of him. Well, and, it, and it also comes down to the fact that they're doing something they used to do with this guy you know, about a decade plus ago where they would have ongoing feuds and the guy might move on to wrestle another guy for a short program, but the other feud was still in the background as opposed to having everything kind of self-contained and, and that's... Uh, well, that requires continuity, and no one in wrestling remembers what happens three weeks out. No, we're not supposed to. <laughs> right. I, so, it's, I mean, I think we're, that's... We're not supposed to remember what happens three minutes out. That's why they show us the replay immediately after the commercial break. That is still the worst thing they do to me. <laughs> hey, remember this thing that just happened three minutes ago? Here it is again. If you have to put moments ago on a replay, I'm pretty sure you don't need to show it us. Like, okay, dude, I, I, I remember Kevin Owens pop-up powerbombing John Cena and standing on the U.S. title. I, I was watching. And for most of us, I think it's true that if we want to watch it again, we could just hit rewind in this day and age, right? I mean, that's that's like the, that that's a thing now. <laughs> you know? Oh, well, whatever. Uh, there's... Concern floating around the locker room about two top stars like Zayn and Hideo Itami going down at the same time. Uh, that some of the talent being brought into NXT has beaten themselves down so much on the indies before arriving at WWE. But others are dismissing these concerns and saying what happened to Itami was a fluke. No, I don't know about that. I think it's inevitable in a, in the, you know the whole act of wrestling. You're going to have injuries. I know he's like a really, you know, talented, skilled guy. It's just the guy's wrestled so many matches, it's bound to happen. That's kind of what I mean. Right. WWE has changed Rusev's entrance video, and it now features, now references, references him being Bulgarian and drops all of his former association with being Russian. Should make up your mind, McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Steve Austin's podcast is returning to the WWE Network on June 1st for an interview with Paul Heyman. Uh, this is, I think, something we didn't touch on in the beginning. I I think this is awesome. I don't know if there's any validity to the rumors that Jericho's podcast uh, was ratings were really bad or whatever. I know we were all pretty cynical and Mark didn't even listen to it or watch it. Uh, yeah, we we're all raving about the McMahon. I mean, I watched. Well, not all elements of it. I watched both of them, but it was kind of like, you know, I watched the Stephanie McMahon one just because it was on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it was like, like the John Cena one. I watched just to see what kind of questions Jericho would ask, and then the Stephanie McMahon one was like, okay, why the hell not? I got nothing else going on, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, now. Has anybody ever heard an episode of Steve Austin's podcast with Paul Heyman as a guest? Because I have. <laughs> and I really like Steve Austin with Paul Heyman as his guest. And I'm looking forward to this on June 1st. I'm looking forward to the other ones that have been announced as well. Undertaker's probably the most notable. Yeah. 
it's uh i mean i'm gonna check them all but yeah it's, it's the it's the one because with taker just because of so little opportunity we've seen him out of character talking right. candidly yeah like i can i can only recall one real interview that was on and off the record like way back in the day which i'm sure you can still find on youtube if you haven't checked it out but I mean, he did like a uh, quote unquote shoot promo on the uh, on Raw one night, which it was a work shoot because he was you know feuding with Vince McMahon at the time or whatever. But you know that's the only you know real thing I remember seeing him out of character. So this is going to be interesting to see him on the Steve Austin podcast, which Austin was saying that he was going to be a guest on the actual podcast at some point. So apparently that never worked itself out and they went this route instead, which is still cool because now this is going to get out to all the subscribers of the WWE Network. It's not just, you know, hey, tune into Steve Austin and not a little blurb on the bottom of the screen saying tune into Steve Austin's <laughs> podcast Right. this week with The Undertaker, you know, once on Monday night. It's going to be, don't forget, coming up next on Monday uh, after Monday Night Raw on the WWE Network. So you have all those eyes like holy shit the undertaker's going to be on this podcast. So it's probably better that he's on the WWE Network version of Steve Austin's podcast instead of the uh podcast 1 version of the podcast where you get 1-800 flowers <laughs> proflowers.com whatever my sponsor is. I'm on Seattle so I can beat my woman. <laughs> Don't forget your alpha brain and to keep your brain sharp when you're throwing them right jabs. <laughs> All right, I gotta bounce, people. I gotta bounce. Bounce with me, with me. Yeah, All right, I'll see you guys next week. I'm out. See ya. Enjoy your Memorial Day. See ya. Enjoy your Memorial Day, guys. Beer it up. Yep. See ya. Beer that man. Yeah. Yes, to the Canadian and the Englishman. Enjoy your Memorial Day, guys. For sure, man. I did it last week, actually. You know, had a, we had our holiday. Did you get one this uh, this month, there, Mark? Uh, we got something, but our main Memorial Day is in September, right? November. Oh yeah, that's ours. Ours, of course, is rem- we call it Remembrance Day. We well, you had uh, you had Victoria Day last week. Mm-hmm. That's which, right, celebrating a, a long dead queen. Which I I know stuff. because four years ago I tried to take a, a week off. And they were like, you can't because it's in between two holidays. I'm like, what fucking holidays? Memorial Day is at the end of the vacation. Oh, Vic- Victoria Day in Canada. Like, oh, shit. Okay, fuck. I got to work. And then I ended up taking the week off anyway because I got married, which, of course, now four years later, who the fuck cares about that either? <laughs> but I digress. Uh, part of the reason WWE brought Austin back for more live podcasts on the network is because Jericho is unavailable due to Fozzie touring with Kiss. The next three guests after Paul Heyman are Sting, The Undertaker, and Hulk Hogan. Brother! It's all going to be interesting. Someone had to do it. Come on. I'll also watch the Hogan one just because it's Hogan. (laughs) I'm sure Sting will be interesting, too. I I don't know how... uh, You know, I I don't know how bad bad the Hogan one will really be. I don't think Austin will... uh, let him fuck around too much. I would imagine he's going to call him on some of his Metallica claims and stuff. Probably. Yeah, that should be fun. And, and, you know, I think the Sting one should also be an interesting one, just considering how Austin doesn't give a shit. And if, uh, you know, if they want to keep him, they're going to have to give him some liberal ability to talk about things like TNA. And I think that would be interesting to, to see how he 
delves into that. Yeah. And the one thing about the taker thing that I'm most interested in is because, like, before we had a bit uh, JT ado there, there's so many significant matches at Mania. The stories, his point of view that we don't know about, that, you know, obviously the Lesnar concussion thing. As they were, we're definitely going to find out once and for all the definitive answer of who made the call to end the streak. Yeah, that that's a big burning point for this. Because Vin- Vince McMahon on Austin's podcast said it was him. Said it was yeah. Vince McMahon. So we'll see what Undertaker has to say. You know that's going to come up. You're absolutely right. There, there's also uh, you know, the, little, the little run there with HPK. I'd like to hear a bit about that. Uh, not so much the Triple H, but I'm sure they'll talk about that as well. I'm sure they will. Uh, speaking of Sting, his son, Steve Borden Jr., is looking for a tryout with the Kansas City Chiefs. Be hanging up in the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll run, run, running out with the baseball bat, of course, naturally. Yeah. The other guy scores a touchdown. He runs in the end zone, <laughs> hits him with Scorpion Death Drop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'd, I'd actually start watching more NFL. <laughs> I'd, I'd start watching more Kansas City Chiefs games if that was the case. Here's some good news. Matt Bloom, uh, who you may better know as Albert or Tensai or Giant Bernard. Uh, open your eyes, dummy. Yeah, open your eyes, dummy. Or And Sarah Amato, who you may know better as Sarah Del Rey. They've received promotions. Uh WWE on Tuesday announced that Matt Bloom has been promoted to head coach of WWE's developmental system NXT, and Sarah Amato has been promoted to NXT's assistant assistant head coach. Bloom previously held the position of interim head coach, and Amato was previously an assistant coach. So all they basically did was add head to their job titles. Well, what does I everybody think... want? Uh, Steve Blackman. <laughs> The the uh, the promotion itself, I guess, is maybe just more making an official. He he was the band aid, of course, with uh, democracy. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. And Del, I think Del Rey getting that title, if nothing else, is just a sign of respect because we know how good she is. Oh yeah. And if 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 nothing else proves it, I mean NXT's special. <laughs> Looking at the women's title match, I mean that in itself. Like, you want to know who the mastermind behind booking them is? She's like, we we haven't seen quality wrestling like this since uh, Fit Finley was running the show. Yeah, you know. So I, I'm I, I'm happy that hopefully, if nothing else, the title just is the company recognizing. I, I would like to think she gets a raise too. I would hope so. Well, we were yeah. talking to Sonny Ono last week, and Sonny Ono was talking about the state of women's wrestling in the United States as opposed to Japan and, and other places. And I had mentioned, you know, hey, look at NXT. And I, I hope I hope Sonny got a chance to watch NXT last week and, and see the women's title match and see what these women that are now in the WWE program can do. They can have main event quality matches. You put that as the main event on do main event the the live shows. They do, and if you put that match as a main event on Raw, it'd be one of the better main events in recent memory on Raw. I I don't know if you guys agree with me, but that's you know that's my take on it. That's that's what I think. I thought they had one hell of a wrestling match. 
I just don't know dismissing that at all. If you just thought that the wrestling on Raw is bad per se, it's redundant. I think is what. Okay. They kind of kind of touched upon this a little bit, but it's not really the way I wanted to articulate it. I, I the way I look at a lot of it is it's. I mean, the guys are going out there and they're working hard more often than not. You know, some of them not so interesting than others. I mean, that's subjective. But because we see it again and again and again and again and again. And again, <laughs> and that's exactly what it starts to become like. It's just boring as hell to see the same thing. I mean, nobody wants to watch the same movie eight million times in a row. And no. it's the same thing with, with wrestling matches. I mean, as good as some guys are, switching things up, and going back to this idea of self-contained matchups, it's, it wouldn't be difficult to make Raw more interesting if they would just abandon that particular mentality. It's like, okay, you have a program for a pay-per-view. And, Maybe it's time to say, hey, if we're not really running pay-per-views anymore, and we, it's the network model, we're trying to get subscribers and whatnot, we don't need to book this way anymore. We, we can have them you know, build for this event and not even face each other in a single contest of any kind on any show for you know, four weeks. Right. We don't, have, we don't have to. Right. You know, th- throw, uh, throw the jobs of you know, job your guys in there. Who cares? Like, have a couple squash matches here and there. Mix it up. It's fine. You know, Zack Ryder can wrestle Bray Wyatt for a week. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I I sort of miss the old jobber model, you know, like back in the 80s. But as I'm watching these, like, mid-90s WWE shows and the WWE pay-per-views, it's like, okay, why is Waylon Mercy wrestling Savio Vega? <laughs> There's, like, no reason for this other than, hey, here's a match. So I think I'm so accustomed to this current way of doing things where, okay, these guys are fighting because of this that I don't even, like, you know, I can't fathom having a pay-per-view where there's a match where there's no reason for the match other than here's a wrestling match. If that makes any sense. (laughs) Yeah, we managed to get a bunch of those added to the last minute of every show. Anyway, though, I mean, what was the one? It was uh, the pre-show that was unannounced. Our truth versus somebody. Our truth and Stardust, and 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 those two refuting already. They had a reason to have a match because at the King of the Ring, they were a first-round match, and Stardust lost to Our Truth. That's a feud. So that it it it's not a first-time match. They have a reason to have a match. Stardust was upset because our truth beat him in the King of the Ring. That's why they had a match. There was well, an explanation then, for that match. So then the Savio Vega match, they could certainly have a rematch because they had that first match. Right, but why? But there was no reason for the first. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about anymore. Oh, I I don't know. I'm just my I'm kind of <laughs> my idea is that like a guy is never going to be able to be elevated if he's not tested. I mean, that in itself should always be a reason to have a match. Right, true. You know, if you, if you one guy, you know, the promoter simply look at it from this point of view. It's like, if, if you are a so-called top dog, then you should have no problem beating Savio Vega. So you're going to wrestle him tonight to, re- to establish to us that it's justified that we're putting you on the main event at the end of the month. And whereas Savio Vega, it's like, well, you, you want a job? You want to still work here? You've got to prove to yourself, prove to us that you're capable of hanging with the big guys. So I, th- I think that's always a reason for a match, like just a competition in itself. 
you know, like two sports teams going against each other to try to establish who the better team is. Fair enough. I, I, I don't. I mean, that's the simplest form of booking there is. I mean, that's the New Japan model essentially. They're they're wrestling because I mean, they're wrestlers. Um, but what I'm know? saying, what I'm saying now is like we're so used to. Okay, these guys are having a pay per view match because they're feuding over something. We're so used to that now that it's almost like okay, well, you know, why in 1995 were these guys having a match when they had nothing to do with each other? And I get where you're coming from, and you're absolutely right. But it's it's like we're so accustomed now in the United States to these guys have a pay-per-view match because they have an issue they have to resolve. I think a balance of both types of uh, matchups would probably be best because we don't also need to see them wrestle on Raw and SmackDown every single week until the main event in some form or fashion. I mean, some guys you could get away with that, but they're not all guys, you know? Have a few guys not touch each other. And and they have to prove that they're capable of carrying the the weight. And other guys, yeah, sure. If if the program's interesting enough or fresh enough, you can get away with doing it like every week before, you know, whether they're in mixed tags or you know non-finished singles to build up to like maybe like say a steel cage match. Okay, I I, I get that. That I would be like, well, the real payoff's gonna be when they get them in the cage, right? Right. But sticking with the the one and done uh, for the whole month type of deal, that that's that is totally redundant. I mean, because the freshest thing on the show is is not those; it's the John Cena thing, right? Because he's wrestling different guys every week. Exactly, and while while, while he's building to a pay per view, mm-hmm. while he's building to a pay per view, he's wrestling different guys every week. Occasionally, the guy he's feuding with will come out, beat down the other guy, and beat up John Cena a little bit. Which, that's not a match. That's cool. Um, but, like, uh, you you said, you know, certain guys can get away with having matches every week. And I, I point to Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko, mm-hmm. who feuded over the uh, ECW television championship for a period of time in 1995. Yep. Best of five, Benoit Bukerti. Yeah. No little stuff like that. That's all you need. What, why are we wrestling? Well, it's a best of five. Yeah. Or like not, like, like Drago and Aerostar. Yeah. Or, you know, Jericho and uh, was it Big Show with the coffee? Yeah. Like that, Kane. That was, Kane. The coffee-fearing <laughs> Kane. Have <laughs> the coffee cup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe and the Pope and the, the pick table. Come on. Yeah. Pick tables. Look at T wrestling over the letter T. Oh, God. They made reference to that on, on on one of the shows. I don't know if it was Raw or if it was on the pay-per-view, but they made reference to... That would be like you fighting over the the, the letter T. <laughs> it's like, wait, that actually fucking happened. <laughs> oh, when, when, when they were doing the Miz and Mizdow thing. When they had the match. And it was like, oh, whoever wins gets the Miz brand. It's like, uh, that would be like you losing the letter T in a wrestling match as your last name. It's like, wait a minute. That fucking happened to WCW. Ahmed Johnson came in as Big T and beat him. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, classy, classy, classy. Oh, well. Chris Jericho reveals details about the new Tough Enough. It's a brand new version of Tough Enough. It's got a whole new overhaul. It's like The Voice combined with Dancing with the Stars. I'm the host of the show. I'm not a trainer. I'm kind of like the Carson Daly or the Ryan Seacrest or the Tom Bergeron of Tough Enough. 
And we've got the panelists, Hulk Hogan, Paige, Daniel Bryan. There's a live studio audience in the crowd. We're going to show what happened during the week, during the training sessions, and then we're going to have the live challenges, and we're going to have a fan vote where the audience votes in to decide who they want to stay and who they want to go. It's a brand new world. Doesn't now, sound... that doesn't sound as interesting to me. Doesn't it sound like the first season of NXT? <laughs> yeah, that... hello. A little bit. They're going to show, like, you know, they're, they're going to give you insight into these guys' lives, and then they're going to come out and they're going to do challenges in front of a live audience who can vote. Gee, yeah, that sounds like uh, NXT to me. The original NXT. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to turn out. I guess we'll have to wait and see. The original NXT wasn't horrible, but some of it was just... Mm, not so good. Little known fact, the first two eliminations in the first season of NXT happened at the First Niagara Center in Buffalo, New York. Or I guess HSBC Arena at the time, if you want to be technical. It was Daniel Bryan, and I think the other one was Michael Tarver. Poor Michael Tarver. <laughs> Wasn't he the one that made homophobic comments? I don't know. Could have been. Not hard to say. Last I saw him, he was on uh, TCW on, like, some weird network that you only get with DirecTV that was on at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) But he was, like, main eventing with uh, with Lance Lance Hoyt (laughs) and Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure what he's up to, for sure today. But I, I did hear him on the Art of Wrestling podcast interview a while back. He's like a motivational speaker and stuff. He's got an interesting life story. He's like working multiple jobs yet still homeless at one point. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, I don't know if 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 you haven't heard that interview, it's certainly worth a listen. I I came out of that with a, a an appreciation for Tarver that I didn't have going in because I, I just didn't know much about the guy. It's usually the case with uh, with Colt's podcast, though, he, he's, especially with guys you're not super familiar with. So I, I won't hate on Tarver. I mean, I'll joke a little bit. Obviously, the NXT thing didn't turn out too well for him. No. But uh, some of those guys go, you know, manage to remain employed, and other ones are just like, where are their coffee mugs now? <laughs> and yet they have jobs. It's weird, eh? Uh, David Otunga is the host of the Raw pre-show on the WWE Network. Well, one of the hosts, along with Corey Graves and Scott Stanford. Hmm. I had no idea. Yeah. The Tough Enough deadline has been announced, by the way, and it is June 5th at midnight, so get your videos in. The winner gets a one-year $250,000 contract. It's not a, uh, it's not a, it's not a ton of money, but it's like ten times what I'm making. So go for it. <laughs> Triple H and Stephanie McMahon are reportedly butting heads with Vince McMahon over the direction of the WWE Divas. Triple H and Steph believe that Ronda Rousey represents the future of women in sports who are athletic, as they are attractive. And uh, Vince McMahon still believes in the eye candy first philosophy, which is why there's such a stark difference right now between the wrestlers on NXT and the Divas on Raw and SmackDown. We got Gail Kim. There's Gail Kim. (laughs) Gail Kim 
Praises NXT and bashes Vince McMahon. At least at Triple H has a clue on how to book women. At Vince McMahon needs a clue. Hashtag sexist. Hashtag. Which is, hashtag oh. women can main event any day. Which is funny given that TNA are determined to drag women's wrestling back 50 years. By having their champion be a hot woman who can wrestle okay, but is a stripper on the side. Thanks, TNA. Thank you. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure the story is that she has the clap. I I, I heard an awesome rumor. Um, I, not not having watched TNA. There was an international episode that was on this week. And, I uh, haven't seen it, but it's, it will air tonight. Apparently, my Pope, your Pope, the Pope, joined commentary. I heard he joined the commentary, but I didn't know when that was. I may have to watch this episode now. Yeah, I had the inkling I might have to do the same. He is, he's my Pope, after all. <laughs> As another another guy that you know, I wish... I wish I, we got more of I just missed the Pope so much. He was great. He was. And while we're on the subject of women's wrestling, even though it kind of changed for half a second there, Sonny has apparently, or allegedly, <laughs> signed on with Vivid Entertainment to do adult films. Even with her mm. non-denial denial on social media, the story about Sonny, uh, also known as Tammy Sitch, doing adult films isn't going away, Vivid Entertainment Steve Hirsch comments. After the tremendous success of China, this makes total sense. Hoping we can work it out. TMZ is reporting it to be a six-figure deal and that she's close to signing. They even go so far as to say she's prepared to start filming right away. This story keeps flip-flopping all week. Um... She's come out and said she's not doing it. And then yesterday she said she's 60-40. Um, and the big thing that was like an issue to her was Hirsch wanted her to do the D's in the ring. And she thinks it's tired and played out and wants to be in a more traditional setting. You know, like a gas station bathroom or something. I don't know. <laughs> Pizza delivery segment. Whatever TV traditional is important. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what that means, but that that was, you know, what she was implying in the TMZ thing yesterday. So I think this is just all publicity and it's inevitable she's doing it. Why, you know, why else? It just puts her in the news, makes it relevant, and boom. You sell your tapes or whatever. So that, that's more or less my take on it. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts, but that's... I see this as all, it's just publicity. So it's a stunt. Sunny did the uh the, the thing where you could see her naked on Skype if you if you paid her, right? Mm -hmm. That was that was not too long ago. And some like some you know, enterprising young men uh, decided to take her up on that and take screenshots and post them on the internet and I, I don't know if you guys have seen these I've pictures. Seen them. Okay. Having seen these pictures, do you have any interest in watching Sunny now do porn? No, I didn't with China either, but that apparently moved units. So yeah, apparently so. But uh, I, I, I just can't, you know, like, okay, Sunny twenty years ago, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Sunny now, nah, not so much. Well, granny porn gets, you know, hits. Yeah, I mean, it's not even like it's not even the <laughs> age. It's not even the age thing. It's just she didn't age well. <laughs> 
Oh, reality porn is a thing. I guess. <laughs> Rule 34, right? Yes. Bad news for Scott Hall fans who thought his stay with the DDP accountability crib had saved his life. Hall was kicked out of the Skate and Surf Festival in Asbury Park, allegedly for being drunk and refusing to sober up when the people in charge requested it. Promoter Ricky Otazu says, The event was too well run for us to make a fool of ourselves by allowing him to appear. We will no longer be associated with him until he gets his life in order. In light of recent events, Scott Hall has also been removed from Global Force Wrestling's roster and is no longer booked for any of their live events. He's apparently flown to meet with DDP, who's urging people to remember that recovery is a process and not to give up on Scott Hall. There is a little bit more about that uh, today. According to some guy named Al Haft, who works with him, um, and it's a place called I Believe in Wrestling Dojo, there is some talk at Jersey Championship Wrestling that Scott Hall was uh, pulling out of Global Force Wrestling due to the size they were becoming and not wanting to upset the WWE, especially after Hall's WrestleMania appearance. Okay. I don't, I don't know what the deal was with, with the... Uh, Just the timing the, was... Yeah, the, on the possible relapse or not. Because I watched this video and... I, I don't know. I mean, I see the guy when he's apparently sober and I think he's drunk, so it's just... You know, I, I, maybe if you were there and he smells it on his breath and I didn't notice anything about that in particular from what I saw. So I, right. I, I think this might be speculatory um, without any proper evidence. I mean, I, I'm pulling for the guy to be okay. So I guess just being optimistic, perhaps I'm wrong. And this is all legit. But this is what they're saying. So there you have it, folks. You know, come to your own judgment. I suppose. If something else comes out in the future, we'll surely hear about it because dirty dirts. Dirty dirt. <laughs> Sheet's gonna sheet, folks. <laughs> so, speaking of Global Force Wrestling, this guy is on their roster, but Ring of Honor would like to announce the signing of Quinn Moose Ojanaka to a new contract. The talented offensive lineman who was drafted by the NFL's Atlanta Falcons played seven seasons in the league, but has made incredible strides in just his first year in Ring of Honor. The six foot five, two hundred ninety-five pounder is in high demand, and negotiations wrapped up this weekend in Toronto as Ojanaka signed his new contract. Now, of good course, for yeah, it's good for Moose, former BWF Radio guest. We're proud of him. He had his first Ring of Honor show. The night before he was on our show, I know I say that every time we're talking about him, but it's true. Uh, he signed the new two-year deal with ROH, and it does not affect his GFW bookings. He's doing six live events and none of their TV tapings. Well, no. I guess, you know, when you sign a deal like that, he still has some flexibility, so that's cool. Good for uh, good for both companies being able to utilize the guy, yeah? Now here's a here's a story that I uh, uh, somebody texted me earlier in the week, and I had to send them TNA's reply. And uh, of course, right now it is all speculation. We're all you know we can only go by what we hear, uh, which is Destination America officials went to Nashville on Tuesday to meet with the TNA creative team. TNA hopes to have Jeff Hardy back in August, uh, back in action by August. 
but not so fast because Destination America has decided to pull the plug on Impact Wrestling, effectively taking the sh- uh, taking the opt-out clause in their contract the first chance they get, which is in September. Even though the show was doing good numbers by Destination America standards, they weren't good enough to justify what they were paying for the programming, especially since advertisers were specifically requesting not to have their placements aired during Impact. Destination America apparently made the decision and informed TNA even before the press release moving Impact to Wednesday nights. Now, that kind of came from Wrestling Observer, where TNA is taking exception to the Wrestling Observer report, uh, saying that it has come to our attention that several internet news sources have falsely attributed statements to TNA, its executives, and broadcasting partner. These false statements constitute defamation, and if necessary, we will seek all legal remedies available to us. I don't know what's going on with this company, but uh, if the advertising bit is legit, that's more than a reason to pull the plug on the show. Of course. What Dave the- Meltzer versus Impact Wrestling is my favorite feud right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did see somebody point out that in their denial, they never said anything specifically as to what rumors, who said the rumors, <laughs> and what executives were supposedly being quoted. Yeah, they have not actually said once, we're not being cancelled. Right, so that's another one of those uh, non-denial denials, like like Sonny had in a couple of stories ago. (laughs) More or less, it kind of reminds reminds us a bit of uh, what they were saying when Spike pulled the plug too, so. It's true. Uh, Grado is expected to return on TNA TV in the near future, for the short amount of time that future holds anyway. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah like a prayer like a prayer TNA <laughs> more bad news for TNA Eric Bischoff, Garrett Bischoff and Jason Hervey have all filed suit for breach of contract over non-payment suit was filed on May 15th in Davidson County Tennessee and claims that the company owes them $114,500 uh, $114, $514,500.02 you got to go for those two cents. Have to get your two cents. TNA apparently responded to the Bischoff-Hervey Entertainment demand January 12th, claiming that they had paid BHE in full, a claim BHE disagrees with. Yeah, there's a little bit more I know about the story. I, didn't, I guess I didn't get it in there. Um, the exact number figure I might be off by a wee bit, but uh, initially it was just Eric and Hervey that were... Uh, doing the lawsuit and then they decided to toss Garrett in to add like something like $9,500 he's owed okay I was going to say that's where the two cents comes from <laughs> yeah it might be <laughs> it might just be <laughs> maybe that was it's the a... cost to, to stitch his name into his ace and his eights jacket I don't know or vest that's a uh, no 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 that's that's uh that's uh Wes Briscoe joined the lawsuit that's where the two cents came from <laughs> <laughs> Oh, was. <laughs> Billy Corrigan is getting good reviews from the people in TNA for his hands-on approach to being part of the creative team. <laughs> his hands-on approach, huh? Isn't that what Bill DeMott got fired for? <laughs> <laughs> Bad news, of course, is the job probably won't last long. And he'll probably be on tour if they get canceled by that point, too. Well, Corrigan... You won't care about it until they come back. <laughs> Corrigan blasted uh, Dave Meltzer on Twitter and calls him highly irresponsible. 
That's an incredible amount of loyalty to a company that only hired him a few weeks ago and may not be around by the end of the calendar year, of course. (laughs) Oh, well. Maybe he knows stuff we don't know. Who knows? Mayhaps. Mayhaps. Due to the remainder of TNA's shows on Destination America being on Wednesday nights, the taping schedule for June has been changed, and TNA will now pre-tape on June 24th to air later that night. For the next three days, they'll tape the next six weeks of television, which means they'll tape the shows that air before and after Slammiversary. Next thing you know, you'll have Lex Luger walking around with the world title. <laughs> Yeah, Rick Rude will be on uh, different shows at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. fine because they canceled all the extra programming. Yeah. Well, no, he'll be on he'll be on two different promotions at the same time, oh. <laughs> like he did for the Monday Night Wars. You didn't know that story? I was just confused for a second. Yeah, Rick Rick Rude showed up on Raw and uh, Nitro on the same night, and he was on ECW the same week. Which yeah, they never the tell you about. Guys, we're paying three promotions in one week. Yeah, which they don't tell you that part. But yeah, that's absolutely true. I remember seeing him the night before on ECW. <laughs> uh. According to PW Insider, those within TNA were very upset with the cancellation reports going around. There was especially anger over the reports because Destination America had two representatives in Nashville all week working on creative plans with Billy Corrigan, John Gabrick, and the rest of the creative team that went well into the end of the year and early 2016. At one point Friday, the plan was to film an interview where Josh Matthews would sit down with Dixie Carter to respond to the reports, but that was scrapped in favor of the statement that was issued. Uh, Discovery is expected to push TNA's move to Wednesdays across all of the network, all of their networks over the next several weeks. And that was the last little thing I put in. And it's worth noting that did come from a TNA website. So they're probably quite biased. (laughs) Yeah. But hey, if Destination America is there to tell them what to do for the rest of the year, then they're probably sticking around and it's also quite sad because the reason the creative has been so bad is because Destination America is saying, do this, do this. Uh, you know, it's we got a few months till September, so we'll see what happens. Of course, by that point, G and I will just be like, okay, only a couple of weeks till hockey season. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the puck, yo. Yeah. <laughs> How about that game last night, G? Oh, it was fun. Yeah, I didn't get to watch the whole thing, but, uh, you know, anytime you get an overtime... Especially considering the comeback that was, what was it like? Three goals and second fastest time ever. Yeah, second fastest time ever. I, I'm watching it and the Blackhawks went up three to one. I'm like, okay, this game's over. And I'm just like paying attention to my phone and the Ducks scored like, oh shit. And then the Ducks scored again, like, oh shit. It's tied. Then the Ducks scored again. It's like, uh, wow, what a fucking game. <laughs> and then the Blackhawks scored. Within five minutes of the three Ducks goals, it's like, oh, well, okay. Now, now the Blackhawks got it, and then the Ducks scored again. And what a fucking game! <laughs> anyway, uh, both ESPN and Fox have expressed their interest to Renee Young about hiring her after her current WWE contract expi- expires. <laughs> and Browsers has also expressed interest. <laughs> <laughs> a man child can fap can't he dot com that's that that's the website that this is attributed to 
Mm-hmm. And how? She she's uh, I if I don't know what she'll be offered, but um, yeah, she's quite coveted. <laughs> she's got the sports background coming in, so you know now she's got a bit of more uh, recognition in the American audience. I I would expect that she will leave. We'll Unless see. the WWE is really going to pay her some nice coin, I bet. I bet you, ESPN would answer you up for Renee. You're probably right. It, or Fox, for that matter. You know, they're they're uh, they like Canadian broadcasters <laughs> over at Fox Sportsnet. Their their head uh, chairs are both former Canadians, Jay and Dan. So there you go. <laughs> I would not be surprised at all. But. Um, well, we'll enjoy her for a while we can, and fortunately, that probably means I won't be able to see her anymore because I don't get those stations. And I'll be a sad panda. Thank God for the Brazzers deal. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling superstar Virgil is now on Twitter. And if you want to, if you want him to follow him, follow you. Just send him twenty books. And that is absolutely true. It's somebody actually posted a screenshot of Virgil messaging them saying, if you want me to follow you, it's 20 bucks. That's classic, isn't it? And you, you just, with Virgil, you can't, you can't make that stuff up. Perfect. This is the, the exact quote. Thanks, bro. Pay me $20 and I'll follow you. <laughs> I don't know. Maven fan told me she could get me 500 followers for five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like—is that like a Fiverr deal or something? Somebody gets you five hundred followers for giving them five bucks. Probably. <laughs> I can't find Virgil. <laughs> there are too many important people named Virgil. Yeah. Ah, uh, here's a quote. I'm gonna try searching for wrestling superstar Virgil. Yeah. Here's a quote from Reddit. A friend of mine keeps posing the theory that if you can manage to turn Barrett's elbow pad back to the black side, the bull hammer is rendered useless. <laughs> what do you think? That's pretty awesome. That's, that's, <laughs> that's I mean, yeah, there's got to be some significance to that, right? <laughs> I found him, and he has 2,503 followers. Yeah, but so how, that, many people is he follow- how many people is he following? Oh, five. Okay, then. He he's made a hundred bucks. There you go. Uh, five people were stupid enough to give Virgil twenty bucks. Well, one of them is Ted DiBiase, so he probably didn't pay him. <laughs> probably. Uh, so he made eighty bucks. Oh, this is just sad. But two of his tweets are pictures of coupons friends have given him for money or food. Are you fucking oh no kidding? no! He's sending them out for people. That's oh. that's slightly less sad. <laughs> we had that big indie show I was talking about last week, the Empire State Wrestling Brawl Fest. We had that in Niagara Falls, and Virgil was somewhere else in Western New York at like an ice cream shop or something, signing autographs. Like, gee, I wonder how many people actually fucking went to that instead of the Empire State Wrestling show, <laughs> where Demolition, Chris Hero, PJ Black. Rich Swan, Air Fox, the Monster Mafia, all these big indie names are here. Let's go see Virgil at the ice cream store. He's living the gimmick, though. His 
profile is, I am better than you, I have been part of it all, and you ain't <laughs> shit. Business inquiries at the, uh, just the real Virgil one at Gmail. Pay me and I will follow your sorry ass. <laughs> 20 bucks! You give a... Shit. <laughs> we it's, should... It's we also should, we should... sad, though, that he, his email address can't be the real Virgil. That was already taken. We should pool our money and get him to follow the board wrestling fan account just so we can put in our fucking bio. Followed by Virgil. <laughs> oh, that would be great. I am all for that. <laughs> oh, boy. One hope and endorsement, folks. Well, he's following OS review. OSW review, I should say. <laughs> I just coughed in the full sale arena. Everyone looked at me, popped huge, started a, started a that was awesome chant for like 30 seconds, and you just coughed chant, which then faded into a holy shit chant. I took a tissue out to cover my mouth, and the windows and roof smashed from the noise. <laughs> what the fuck, man? The shit you no find idea, on fucking Reddit, dude. If people so, are just taking the piss out of how easily it is to get the NXT crowd chant. I guess. I enjoy uh, that. I like it when a crowd is into the show. Yes. It's squared circle jerk. After all, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Where uh, everything I is have... wrong and negative is awesome. <laughs> I have one more thing to add. In my Please. hunt for a Pentagon Junior mask, I found out that not only is he the current AAA World Tag Team Champion, He's actually the current AAA World Mixed Tag Team Champion with none other than Sexy Star. <laughs> so he tried to cripple his own partner. <laughs> Great. He's a team player. He is. <laughs> of course, if you if you if you delve too far into Wikipedia, you end up spoiling Lucha Underground for yourself. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> diligent about not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I. I I've I've done that. <laughs> I I wish I hadn't, cause yeah, <laughs> I know who all the current champions are, and they're not the ones on TV. Hey, Crispin Wire is following Virgil. <laughs> That's the Crispin Wire troll account, not at Crispin Crispin Wire at Crispin Wire. That guy. Oh, right? I love that account so much. Yeah. Uh fucking Virgil. Baby, twenty dollars. I am the crippler. Let's hang out. Professional wrestler, murderer, and all around <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Location below Titan Towers. Yeah, they buried him. <laughs> uh, anything else to add before we go? That's it from me. G? I don't see any updated news. I think we covered everything in the week, to be honest with you. Um,. Although we never got around to Babcock talk, but that's fine. Oh yeah, Babcock talk because because the Sabers got Babcock Babcock blocked by the <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> yeah, once in a while, it's hockey talk actually is cock talk. Go figure. Yeah. Yep, Sabers got cock blocked. Oh well, search you know, for new. Why coach is continues. Vivid wasting time offering pawn deals to Sonny when they should be sending one to Noel Foley? Yes. I will agree with that statement. So there you go. She'll do it as long as her boyfriend, Frank the Clown, can be the guy. 
in full makeup. <laughs> Mario, Kart, Mario Kart man's in the background doing his thing. Yeah. Sign guys there. <laughs> oh, what the hell was that? We lost somebody. We lost Mark. That's a first. That yeah, he's happens. got the dots. Having trouble loading. We, we've, we, we've never had that problem with Mark before. We've had it with you and with JT, but never Mark. Oh, well. <laughs> we made it pretty much to the end of the show. I, I was I was going to wait for him, but I don't know how long this is going to take. So, <laughs> Okay, then. For at Mark underscore noise, at Random Redhead, at G of the Internet, I am at Think So Joe. We are at that's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Board Wrestling Fan.com to listen to this podcast every week live at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sundays. Or get the podcast here every week after 2 p.m. Eastern on Sundays. Or you can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, CheapHeat.com. We're all over the place. Find us. Listen to us. You will enjoy us. And you will eventually decide to listen to us live, hopefully, because we're talking to ourselves. See you next week. Fur Trouble is named after Dusty Rhodes' real name.